Thanks for tuning in and listening to Riley on Film. I am Damian Riley, your ghost host. While you're here, I hope you got your horrors worth. Find out more and subscribe, only not in that order, at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, enjoy the show. This is my audio review of The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser. And there's some other incredible acting in it as well. Uh, The young girl is from Stranger Things, and his ex-wife has been in some stuff, and she is so scary, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, Pardon me, because I'm outside on my porch right now, and I don't have access to Internet Movie Database. But look their names up because they're really good. There's only seven people in the whole movie. And one of them is the pizza person. So really six. And I think they they did a great job with this one. I feel that movies that make us uncomfortable are often made that way. And so they don't make us feel uncomfortable in the way that they should. But this one doesn't give you too much uh there is a scene in the opening which i might as well just give you the spoiler if you don't want to hear a quick spoiler about the opener which i don't think is a bad thing i think you should know about it i wish i would have known about it uh because i took my my mother who's very religious and my sister uh who you know kind of was in charge of my mother i think they came together so if my mom was bothered by something in the intro, then my sister had to take her out. So that's kind of what happened. And I didn't know it was going to be so uh, awkward and everything. It's a gay sex scene and they do it full screen. And Brendan Fraser is masturbating while he watches it. And um, he's also like supposed to be like a thousand pounds or something. Like really overweight. Maybe not a thousand, but... I'm not sure how tall he is or anything, so I can't really guess. But he did say that it took him seven hours every day on set to get all that makeup on and get all that weight and body bags and everything on him. So, yeah, he definitely did his work for this one. And I I think he's been nominated for maybe an Academy Award, but I know he's been nominated for a few things. But they've really kept this movie under wraps, and they haven't really talked about what it's about. And it's not about gay sex. Uh, Sorry, if you don't know anything about it, I'll just tell you. The Whale is a film about uh, obese, like morbidly obese, like confined to his house almost. He can't go to restaurants even. And they did that with prosthetics, which, you know, they've done with Eddie Murphy and, you know... We've seen that kind of prosthetic a lot, but it's disturbing because it's not funny. It's not a comedy. And he's having a real hard time. And so we kind of follow his existence, what he does. He teaches online, which I have done. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I mean, some of his morals are kind of questionable. At first, you start going, hmm, why is he so interested in these students writing? And then... You kind of find out a little more backstory and then you kind of go, oh yeah, I know. This is only human contact, I understand. But there's things like that and you sort of let it evolve. Uh, It is directed by uh, Aronofsky and I'll tell you that 
Aronofsky is the one that did Mother. So need I say more? <laughs> yeah, Mother was extremely odd with Jennifer Lawrence. You remember that really odd movie where so much goes on in the universe of one house? Pretty good movie. I think I'm ready to see it again. When it came out, I hated it. But I liked how there's a lot of things in there that you could sort of go down the rabbit hole with. And he did this movie, and I just found out in researching to record this, I just looked up a few things uh, and uh, managed to see that it was directed by Aronofsky. So, yeah, expect weird. I think if I would have known that, too, I would have known a little bit more going in. But like I said, they kept it under wraps. You just knew it was Brendan Fraser, extremely obese. I think they did in the preview talk about how he was an English teacher and he taught on Zoom. And the, the main part of the story is what I was going to tell you next. And that's his daughter, Ellie, who he has not seen most of his life. She knew of him. She'd seen him here and there. But they had basically had to sneak if they were going to ever see each other. And she's a total little brat, so she doesn't care to do anything for anybody else but herself. And so she comes in. And I'll tell you one thing about Aronofsky's movies. They really are inhabit people. Sometimes in an uncomfortable position, usually in an uncomfortable position, but definitely real. And I, I, don't we need that sometimes? Isn't that why we go to movies? I know there's times I'm not feeling whether I'm real or not. And sometimes a movie or a song or a friend or something can kind of pop me back into that place where I remember my true self. So it seems like Aronofsky kind of has that down like he knows that you have to be okay with yourself to get into his movies because they're going to take you uncomfortable places so there's just such an intertwining of weird shit that goes on and I don't even really want to get too into it but this is one thing one reason I would give it such a high score and when I found out it was Aronofsky I knew the reason but clues peel off like the layers of an onion. The movie you're watching at Midway is not the same movie you were watching at the beginning, but the set is the same. The characters are the same. Nobody looks any different. But boy, with that backstory, just giving those little backstory things really, really draws you in. And of course, it has a great ending, I'm sure. So uh, I'm sort of halfway jesting there because... Uh, one of my daughters had to leave early, so we didn't see the very ending, but I think I saw where it was going, and I'm going to look it up later. But anyway, I don't, I'm not here to spoil things anyway, so I can tell you what the ending is. But I can tell you just based on the acting and the writing and the director and the actors, and my goodness, they did a good job with this one. Go into it thinking about how we all have different perspectives. I think that'd be a good way to enjoy it. Uh, but other than that, it's art, and it's Aronofsky, so it's anybody's guess how to interpret it. Thank goodness he gave one that's a little more family-oriented here, in terms of, you know, not that it's gay sex, but that it's just about a family. Really, it's about a family. To me, it's about a family. Of course, I have teenage daughters. I'm not morbidly obese, thank God, but, you know, dealing with high blood sugar and the things we deal with when we're 53 and a half. But... I'll tell you, this movie, to me, is a really good movie, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing the ending soon. So, uh, yeah, warn people that it's a spoiler, but if you want, you can leave me a, a voice response on Anchor. Just go to Riley on Film on Anchor, and there's a, a voice comment place. Or just leave me a regular comment on any service where you listen to me. All right, well, uh, 
Ta-ta for now. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.